Hey, Carl. Sorry, I was on mute there. Here I am. Uh, I was going to play your mini radio theme song, but uh, it's not playing. No problem. The, okay, um, so why don't we listen to... We can do it. You run the door. Why don't we, uh, we start our show? We're going to play a theme song, and then we'll be right back. Welcome to Let's Watch a Full-Length Movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman and Carl. Hi, Carl. Hi, how's it going? Oh, it's going swell. Carl's in New Jersey. I'm in, in San Francisco, which is a different state of the country. And uh, we and are going to... a state of mind. What's that? And a different state of mind. Yes, a different state of mind. What do you think about San Francisco? I love San Francisco. Uh-huh. You know, I do personally. Well, do you love it all? I don't... I, no, I, I mean, I love most of San Francisco, but I hate Ashbury. Thank you for the setup, Michael. <laughs> that, that was a good one. You hate Ashbury. We are uh, going to watch a full-length movie on YouTube with you, and we'll tell you what the movie is in a second. Uh, but just, we'd love for you to follow us on iTunes. It's L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. Believe it or not, that's our acronym. And you can find us on any RSS feed with that. And you can find us at Let's Watch a Full-Length Movie on YouTube dot blogspot.com and it has all our links on there all links Carl what movie are we watching today on YouTube we are yeah we are about to watch the weakest link Uh, that is the trial of Billy Jack 1974 trial of Billy Jack Billy Jack a lot of Utah here that's what you put in your browser uh, excuse me in your YouTube search bar I just typed it in the Trial of Billy Jack, 1974. I recommend Born Loser. There's another one there. The quality... I watched the other one, not uh-huh. knowing about Born Loser Publisher. The quality is great. Uh, All right. In terms of the picture, uh, the viewing of the picture, of course. So we're going to go with Born Loser. Carl, can we trust Born Loser? I have a good <laughs> hunch about that guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's got no agenda. Loser. Yeah. All right. So we're going to take the loser dance over to click the link for a trial of Billy Jack. Born <laughs> yeah, Loser is hosting it, but hit pause when it's buffering. Now, as you can see on your uh, YouTube, Carl, this movie is two hours and 53 minutes long. <laughs> Not for you and me. For you and me, it'll be a two farter. I mean, a two parter. A two parter. So we're going to watch. About 70 minutes of this movie until we hit a a good cliffhanger. And then on our next subsequent episode, we're going to watch the remaining two hours and 50 minutes of this movie. It's a sequel, right? (laughs) It is a sequel, but it's sort of a sequel to two films. But I'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. But I just never heard of a three-hour sequel. Yeah, This is really... uh 
you know, the first Billy Jack movie was very successful, very successful. And I think they were just going to let this guy do whatever he wanted. He must know something. He didn't know nothing. All right. Well, I guess he did what he wanted to do. So let's go ahead and hover over uh, the start button. And we're going to have the fabricated voice of Paul Brumba, host of Edge of Insanity, as he okay. does. All right, Mr. Bro, uh, get ready. Yeah, I'm here. How are you, Mike? Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm good. I've, uh, a little bit of feedback. Can you tell your crew to shut up that my show started? <laughs> All right, guys, quiet down. We're going to yeah, do the you. countdown. Everybody hover their finger over that triangle. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to play in three, two, one, go. All right, thank you. Simulated voice of Paul Brumba, host of the thank show you. available. Voice, Paul Brumba. Paul Brumba. He has a Brumba. show called Edge of Insanity, and you should follow it on iTunes, but don't listen to it. Okay, here we go. Let's start the show. It's a Taylor Lachlan is the star? Yes, he is. Frank. Frank Lachlan. Franklin. Just kidding. Frank is his 16-year-old, 19-year-old son who uh-huh. he gives the director's chair to. Wait. His name's Tom Lachlan. Yeah, his 19-year-old son was is credited as the director. He directed this. Who directed this movie? Damn it, Frank Laughlin. I bet you Frank was there with that like bullhorn going. Okay, set up over here, and then and then his dad was like, No, 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 Frank, no, no, we're not setting up over there. Dad, I'm directing this film. Son. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I have a lot of experience. Dad, you're embarrassing me in front of the union guys. Oh, uh, son, they're not union. <laughs> we don't believe in that. This is 19, 1968. Look at that son 50 years ago. Huh? Oh, now we're... Oh, Clark, uh, Kent State. Kent State. What okay, happened? so we're... Yeah, we're about to see a long list of school shootings, but not by some maniac kid, but by the government. Jackson Mostly State. The National Guard. May 70. And these are all colleges, too, right? These are in elementary schools. Right, they're all colleges. What's going to happen? Because I'm going to spoil the hell out of this movie. Is <laughs> we are going to have a, you know, this, it's all about a school. This film, and it's right to have its point of view. And the National Guard's going to come in the end. Oh, all right. Here's and they're going to be dead and wounded. And I'm not really ruining it, you, because we're about to open on a funeral. Oh, wow. I wish I knew. I wouldn't be cracking jokes. That, that, that guy's our first cliffhanger. All right. So this owl is checking out this guy over by uh, Canyon. That they, guy will later help Billy Jack on a spiritual journey. Oh, why? Because, all right. Oh, Here is the, the funeral parade. Uh-huh. Hey, good news. There's a parade. Oh, that's great. What's the bad news? Funeral parade. <laughs> Yeah, funeral parade. <laughs> Freedom School, three dead, 39 wounded. Wow. Now, even though it says three dead, we will see four caskets. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get it. Now, probably Tom was in the living room. And he was like, Frank, get in here. <laughs> Son, I am disappointed. What do you mean three dead? Well, sorry, it was a typo. Oh, I thought you meant four dead bodies shot. Don't you read history books? Didn't you read about the massacre of Freedom School? Freedom when you School. you said shot, I meant filming them. 
What kind of school is a freedom school? A school is like a prison, man. It's ironic. Not this one. This one is a hippie prison. <laughs> it really is. Well, if we watch a bunch of hippies. We're going to get into it almost right away. We're going to be at school. Okay. This, okay, the trial of Billy Jack. The trail of Billy Snacks. Trail mix of Billy <laughs> now Snacks. Now look, did you see those Pueblo Indians? Yeah, I see the Pueblo uh, Indians. That's really cool. No, but there's carvings in the rock. I, I don't know if people know about this. It almost resembled a modern city with its squarish shapes and windows. Uh, like they were skyscrapers. They were just dug into the cliff. This is Utah? This is Utah. As a matter of fact, it's a place called National... No. Monument... What is it called? It's so famous I don't know its name, right? Here it is. Arizona, Arizona's... Not Utah. Arizona. It's pretty. Arizona's Monument Valley. And they 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 carved in houses inside the... Uh... Oh, well, that's just something that happened in Utah, Colorado, and Arizona. There were Pueblo Indians, and they would... I don't know. I want to call it mine out, but they would, they would carve into the cliff side homes, little apartments. Cool. Made of the rock. Now this. Uh, this so these two hippies. Our, God, there's like all these reporters in front of this woman in the hospital, and they're like hippie reporters. Yeah, this is Dolores Taylor. She is playing Jean Roberts, who's in charge of the school, and she's being interviewed after the National Guard did the shooting. Look, oh. look, a victim of the government. Look. I'm looking. All right, stop closing up, zooming in. Ooh, segue into an owl. That's symbolic, dude. He's looking too. Who the fuck yeah, are you? Who? Yeah. What a snotty owl. And you are. Who, who are you? We. Oh, music M- by music Elmer by, Bernstein. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's um, Leonard Bernstein's like second cousin once removed. He, All right. He he did Jason the music Bernstein. for a Strange Brew. I believe. <laughs> who did? Elmer Bernstein. Really? Yeah. Why didn't I catch that? Duh. I don't know. Maybe I got my facts wrong. <laughs> Look, four graves. Wow, we're just watching like an eagle uh, owl eye view of... Oh, the camera's underneath the grave. Owl's eye view. She's taking it very badly. Yeah. She's I thought there was only three dead bodies. <laughs> yeah, right. Why are you, you burying You ruined my funeral. So embarrassed. Hey, fly like an owl. Directed by Frank Lawton. Yeah, that's right. Six months later. (laughs) Oh, no, we're back at the interview. Yeah, so what she's saying is she's crying. You're going to see this particular person, Jean, the leader of the school. She's going to cry the whole movie through. And she is, um, they're like, is the government investigating? And she's like, are you kidding um, let's listen, let's listen. I don't think that's the audio. You know, I, I can't get the sound going, and when I tried to put the sound on, uh, I got the Mutiny Radio theme song. Uh-huh. Huh, so. That uh, thing coming up at Golden Gate Park, the All Be Comedians, uh-huh. that was kind of like my goal. If it would get on the bumper, then maybe would people get used to it, and they would... At that, those kind of large gatherings, yeah, they would go mutiny radio. You know, it'd be like uh, the, chant. 
That's a great idea. Yeah, it is. I San Francisco. Know. I've been to like 20 of them so far. They, and I've performed it too. Uh, every year is the Comedy Day in the Park in Golden Gate Park and uh, we're very happy to be a sponsor and we're very proud to play their promo and be on their promotion. Any radio that is. Not L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. I I would love to just be rich enough to like fly out to San Francisco for the weekend. You know what I mean? And then I could like participate in stuff like this because it sounds so... What if I got? I would, get, I would get the chance going. I would get the chance going. Are you here for Burning Man? Oh no, no, my friend! I flew all the way from New Jersey for the Comedy Day in the Park. <laughs> oh, you must be that guy from L W A F L M O Y T. You must be that gentleman from L W A F podcast. Close. <laughs> Off of the L W A L F M O Y O T podcast. Oh. The one that follows the edge of insanity. So what we're seeing now and what we're learning is this movie's going to be a flashback, okay? Because she's telling what happened after the fact of the shooting, okay? So now we're at the trial of Billy Jack. Hey, and I got the sound going, too. You wanted to know why I had the CD episode of the actual oh. movie. Okay. believe that you have absolutely no fear of the death penalty? I have a lot of fear. Is this the first time Billy Jack is talking in this movie? Yeah. Long ago, mm-hmm. I learned that he's my constant companion. He's on trial. He eats <gasps> with me. He it's the trial of Billy Jack. It's right there in the title. I'm sorry. I, I must have missed something. He back killed there. Posner's son. Posner is the rich bad guy throughout this movie. Boo, the Posner. the first movie, yeah. Boo, Posner. He's got the bank. He's got the, you know, he's like all the businesses. Everybody... He's got the politicians in his pocket. So Billy Jack killed his son in the last movie. Billy Jack wasn't that bad a movie. It did, I don't know, it wasn't. Compared to this, it was a great film. Would this be a good opportunity to talk about Billy Jack and the sequel so we just know where this one takes place? Sure. Let me just, uh, here it is. So, okay, so there was a movie in 1967 called The Born Losers. Oh, suddenly I understand... Born Loser. Yeah, the the guy who's hosting this film, Born Loser. Suddenly I get it. Hey, you know, I think uh, this is the only film he's posting. I think there might be one other. Now, The Born Losers in 1967 was a biker film, and Tom Laughlin created this Billy Jack character in it. Then, Billy Jack came out in 1971. So that's four years, three years or so. Um, and that was the big, big hit. So... It's all. It's followed by this. This movie essentially killed the franchise of uh, Billy Jack. It's followed by another movie called Billy Jack Goes to Washington in 1977, and then another one which was never released: The Return of Billy Jack. It was. It was never completed. All the filming, and it remains unreleased. It's like the lost episode of Billy Jack. Eighty-six. Well, I, I remember there was. Excuse me, there was a movie called... Uh, <laughs> no, I, I, I wish I could get on a plane and be out there with you. I'm choking on coffee, the full disclosure. Yeah, this, you're near Seattle, Washington, so it's lo- there's a lot of coffee in San Francisco. Yeah, a lot okay, of coffee in San Francisco. Jean, and she'll complain more. Basically, in there was a biker film with Billy Jack, and then Billy Jack had his own movie, and everyone said, 
coolest guy ever, Billy Jack. And then he says, oh, guess what? Here's the Billy Jack sequel. And they said, that sucks. And that was it. In 1977, he had a last gasp of air with Billy Jack goes to Washington. And he got all hippie preachy there. I heard that movie's even more batshit crazy than this one. But this one's three hours. Yeah. Now, the DVD uh, extras had an interview with these people, and they admitted, like, it, it, it really was way too long, way too long. And they covered too many topics. And if they could do it over again, they would pair it back to be, like, a, two hours and yeah. with one thematic storyline throughout. Like, we didn't really need to see the... Uh members of the jury eat lunch in real time they could have easily cut that part out during the trial Billy Jack so now we're trying to find out and that's the good guy lawyer like why does he why does he hate America or that's not the right word hate but why is he disillusioned by America uh, and we're going to see a Vietnam flashback oh, here and, we are uh, yeah I won't ruin it I love to ruin it on a very now, special episode of MASH. Exactly. If you take a look at the set, it's like, up. Oh, it's a fake place. It's, it's MASH. He's giving away the plot to Rambo. <laughs> now, this... Okay. The internet varies. I'm not sure what the truth is, but the places that agree the most say this was $2.5 million to shoot. Now, remember, this is 71, so that'd be like five or six. Six million or so right. today. Five, five plus for sure. Um, it made $89 million back at the box office. So it was a box office success uh, by a lot. Okay. And. Uh, here's one lone soldier. One lone Billy soldier. Billy Jack. Away. Okay, he's going to get the... Greg Brady's father is going to get the order, Mr. Brady. <laughs> is that Robert Reed you're starting to tell me? No, I just kind of... Mike Brady here. Me. Oh, hi, honey. Sure, <laughs> I'll be soon. Just going over the architectural diagram yeah. with Mike. Are you Mike? You're Michael Brady, the Civil War photographer? No, 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 no. I'm Mike oh, Brady, no, the no, architect no. from California. <laughs> oh. There's a, there's a bunch of Brady's. Mike Brady's. Yeah. Okay, so the order is all those people that they put in the trench, all the women, the children, the old men, shoot them and kill them. Oh, that's, I, that's the order. The, that's the order. Listen, President Trump <laughs> wants to... That's what he wants. Look. Oh, the no, they're all going to do it. Yes, they are. The real atrocities in Vietnam did not occur this way, that the government said, kill innocent civilians and such. Yeah. The real atrocities were like, driven by the soldiers and nobody's looking and we're all alone out here and we're the boss. So, steal and rape and, you know, just ice a few of them just for the hell of it. I mean, that was the kind of thing. So this movie is totally fictitious, saying the government had uh, this... I mean, why do it? Right. Oh, they're about to do it. Here, let me think of a funny joke. It's oh, going to rain like no. bullets. Oh, oh Michael. <laughs> uh, you gotta, I have to come up with something clever while we watch Mass Genocide. <laughs> now, I'd just like to remind the office that what you're seeing is fake. You can tell because all the soldiers are 
clean. They're pristine clean. Their uniforms were just done, you see them? This isn't real. This is pretend in a movie. There should be some excuse like one of them's a spy. We don't know which one. Just kill them all. I don't know. There was nothing. But wait, there's still more people. Oh, he's shooting a kid in the back. A little kid in the back. That's right. And that foreshadows something that happens in the end of the film. Oh. Ba-boom. Well, I'm going to take a guess. No, no, I wouldn't spoil it. No, uh, there's a tra- there's sure. a train. The train crashes. <laughs> You're, wow! Am I close? Yes, yes. Uh, I wouldn't say you nailed it. The train derailed, but yes, yes. So, in the beginning of the movie, a child gets shot in the back, and that's foreshadowing the ending where the butler gets stabbed. <laughs> the butler, yeah, right. Everyone was like, "Of course, the butler did it." Then he dies. So you're like, what's going on? It was a great film. Oh, I call back the time they shot a baby. <laughs> now let's uh, let's take a listen to the way Billy Jack talks. Okay. America had raised him up and made him a national idol. What was that part about the president switching? This is the lawyer, the liberal lawyer. December 8, 1969, every newspaper in this country carried President Nixon's sacred promise that he would personally investigate my ally and he would personally see to it that everyone involved, if they were found guilty, was punished to the full limit of the law. Limit? Oh, he, President Nixon thought said Mai Tai, and he's been investigating <laughs> the Mai Tai. Oh, so this was based on a truth thing. You lie. I do. Well, my lie was real, right? I mean... No, he was just referencing Oh, he was referencing. Stuff. This is like... Right. A, like, this, like the... I'm sorry to interrupt you. The woman Jean in her in her bed wasn't saying they said this and that about the Freedom School. She was talking about Kent State. They're they're making up their own Kent State and their own Mai Tai. Oh, I see what you're saying. So there was Mai Tai and there was Kent State, and it's already been referenced. But now in this movie, there's also Freedom School massacre and his bad luck run in Vietnam. Yeah, it's that's right. It's the parallel. Weird. This so guy's like such a narcissist. Mad. It happened to me too. Then, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, this movie lacked direction because the director was in his room playing PlayStation. <laughs> no, not at nineteen. So I, you know, like um, like when the Indians were sitting around hitting their drums. I was going to say, like, there they are with their authentic drum and authentic paddle and his shirt from Walmart. Right? <laughs> but they don't have Walmart back then. You know, what do I say? Like, yeah, guys? Well, JCPenney has an Arizona brand, don't they? Less than, ooh, this Maybe. is Utah. Uh, now, I have one internet source saying U- Monument Valley in Utah and the other saying Arizona, so I don't know where this is. Now that's Posner, the big, big bad guy, and look, the judge sits at his feet. He looks like a like a respected gentleman of the community. He's got a nice tie, yeah. it's classy glasses. He's an official mayor. Mm-hmm. Smokes a pipe. All right, Billy Jack, get in your prison. Roxanne, <laughs> you don't have to turn on the red light. <laughs> That's his cellmate. 19-year-old Eddie Murphy for 48 hours. You're coming with me, Billy Jack. What's this? I need to get me some trim. Billy Jack, get in the car. <laughs> 48 hours of Nick Nolte and Billy Jack. 
really jacked. Yeah. Remember they went to Little Bear's apartment? Oh, hey, that movie was all shot in San Francisco, and there's like a high ring uh, brothel in like uh, Knob Hill. It's hysterical. I love that movie. Wow. There's one one thing that always got me was that the bar, the, the country western bar where they go, and he orders a, uh, a, a white Russian. Yeah. That's actually a movie set of a uh, that uh, Walter Hill director had used for his other movies, including the oh. uh, the driver. So uh, I always thought that was like an actual bar, and I was, I was like, I wonder where that bar was. But it was, that was right. actually. But the other scenes, like he's in the Fillmore District, he's in Knob Hill. It's it's pretty cool. Oh, hippie meditation, guys! I, I should shut Whoa. up in about forty eight hours. <laughs> Whoa! That's what the immoral. hell? Oh, that is in. I'm, I'm, what kind of quartet? Stretching. Oh wow! How, how did he get? How did Frank get all these women in this movie? This is the Freedom School, and they even teach belly dancing. She's going through right now all the things we teach. Uh, pottery, like stand on your headery. Yeah, stand on your headery. Oh, tennis. It, look, it's a it's a multi multi million dollar Football. facility. If this is the truth, and it ain't. Oh, this is like uh, one of those corporate startups. Hey, once you join our company, you can go on campus and play tennis and volleyball. You get there like you work. Ooh, they got even those automated tennis player ball shooter thingies. Wow, that guy is really good at tennis. He's so good at tennis. It's like he's playing eleveness. <laughs> yeah, like one bad rest. Yeah, like a higher level of it. Well, is this a tennis court? Well, no. Now this that is this a ten- daughter. Oh, I got you. I was gonna say this court that- goes up to eleveness. <laughs> this oh, she's this singing. court. Why don't you just make the court a little bit bigger? No, no, this goes to 11 is. <laughs> this see, is, is Carol. This a, is this a Lawton singing? Uh, yes, it is. Uh, this is Teresa Kelly, who's really Teresa Laughlin, and she's pretending to be Carol. Um, she was in a film called Breakin' in 1984, but pretty much it's this, and Billy Jack and this. There was a Breaking it's movie in 1974? That was so ahead of its time. 84, 84. 84, oh yeah, that's of that? course Breaking. Yeah. Oh, sure, Breaking, yeah, I know Breaking. What, is that the Bicycle movie? No, there was the sequel, Electric Boogaloo, Breaking 2, or Breaking 2, Electric Boogaloo, depending on... At the end of Breaking, okay. it says, we have a sequel coming up in six months, it's called Electric Boogaloo, Breaking 2. And then, sure enough, Breaking 2, Electric Boogaloo came out. And that was 84, I suppose. Yeah, or 85, by the, the sequel. But they actually. So Carol will sing us a lot of um, horrible. Uh, look at these kids are at the Freedom School. It's like all. It's a fantasy school. It take. Think about the money it would take to do the Freedom School. What we're seeing <laughs> right here, from grade zero to grade, you know, college. Oh yeah, there's more teachers. Look, there's people carrying ladders around. There's yeah, more facilities. <laughs> Oh, turn this up. Right, right. now we're going to hear all about their expose. Interior department, you know, called in, was it 250 oil executives yeah. to yeah. work on the fuel allocation, right? So we started digging behind that, and we found out that the oil barons and the White House manipulated the whole energy crisis, including the Israeli war, for just, just unbelievable profits. It makes the Alaskan pipeline look like kid stuff. But are you aware what could happen? It's I mean, a conspiracy. The dome off the Capitol. They have... 
they have, these are their exposés, what they've found out. It's a pretty good school. The plumbers is the Watergate bird lures. One thing that we don't ever find out is how they found out this information. Oh, what I know. They, they just happen to know it. Yeah. And we're going to expose it. Um, they make a lie detector that's better than the lie detectors. And they have it on their phone, which is tapped. So anyone who calls their phone and tells a lie, they know it's a lie. Oh, oh yeah. Right. And same thing, they apply it to the television. They turn on the lie detector when the television is on. This is a science fiction movie. I guess so. One of the reviewers who I read was like, that would be a great movie in itself, and they just blow it off like. Oh yeah, that's a good point. Like a, a phone that tells you if you're lying, or a TV that tells you if then President Richard Nixon was lying. You see that crowd, Mike? Yeah. Right. You telling me that's the Freedom School? I, do you tell me that anyone realizes they're being recorded? <laughs> or filmed, I should say. Oh, here she is again. Look at Carol. Look at her go, man. Yeah, there's the cheerleaders. We love you, Carol. Oh, yes, we do. <laughs> Give it up for the musical stylings. The acoustic wonderments. Billy Jack's kid. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, give it up to the musical duo of acoustic guitar and Billy Jack's kid. <laughs> now, Billy Jack comes out of jail and he goes back to the Freedom School and they're all there as a rally like to say, yay, Billy Jack. And she sings this song, right? She goes, this is the lyrics. Shed a tear, running deer, don't turn back, Billy Jack. I am crying. Are you dying just for me? So it's like Christ. Maybe. If Christ was cool. <laughs> and kicked ass. Kick ass. He's very solid. You know, they're, they're, there's a lot of similarities to Billy Jack and Jesus Christ, right? I mean, they're, they both talk like this. <laughs> I don't know. We don't know how Jesus talked, right? Jesus, Jesus talked like he just looked straight ahead, looked beyond the camera, kept his mouth at an even keel. The thing is, like, if there was a Jesus, really... And they, you know, they just wrote the Bible. You know, he could have been any way, and they wrote with it. You know what I mean? Like, sure. Like, God damn it, Judas. Like, Judas might have been like, fuck that Jesus, man. <laughs> you know what I mean? He might have had cause. Yeah, and they cleaned they it up. Them in front of yeah, and they cleaned it up. Okay, so here, now there's, is this the, the school newspaper doing TV, TV reviews? TV it's interviews? The school, yeah, it's the school's TV station. And basically, they're exposing poverty here and an unfair treatment. Uh, and there's the man watching it. We can't have this poverty on That's our right. television. You're exactly right, Mike. These are like, this town, we can't take these, you know. I didn't mean to kick the old lady out of her house. It's business. <laughs> uh, that's really going to eat into their ratings. <laughs> that station will be firebombed, by the way. I don't understand if you have a cameraman and then a reporter with a microphone. You don't need another reporter doing transcription, right? I mean... Right. That's just for a movie, I guess. Well, and you know, back then, they probably... It must have been hundreds of dollars to get transcription. Look, he's in front of an oven. <laughs> oh, wait, oven. no. That makes sense. He's at a... Oh, excuse me. I'm sorry. It's an appliance store. Oh, yeah. They're in the back of an appliance uh, I, store watching the TVs. Yeah. I'm the dick. <laughs> This is our drug then. 
Um, I want you to know that Billy Jack does not do karate or kung fu. He does a Korean art of self-defense called Hapkido. Hapkido. Hapkido, I guess. Um, it's Hap. It's H-A-P and then it's Kid and O. Kiddo. Oh, okay. Kiddo. All right. Okay, so there's this guy named Bong Su Han or Master Han. He is Grandmaster Bong Su Han, and he's the world's most foremost practitioner of Hapkido. Um, and it was the movie Billy Jack that made, that put him on the map. Oh, so does he actually appear in any of the fighting, or like? Yeah. Does- Mm-hmm. So he's like stuntman number two, or, or uh, right. And so he got a whole career off of being stuntman number two for Billy Jack. Oh, now they're talking about the uh, lie detector. Oh, let's all right. Let's see if we can get a little to their outrageous claim. Developed a lie detector that was even more accurate than the polygraph machine. I don't get it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, just by a person's voice alone, off the telephone or off. And to be sure, this. Why, 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 you think oh. you were going to get sued? He was given the bullshit explanation. Well, watch the, watch the thing. Watch the needle. And so it is your contingent, in Governor. Oh, so they're holding the phone up to the television set. Yeah. And then it's going to go beep beep blorp blorp. He is lying. He's lying through his teeth. As sure as the world is flat, I insist that this is accurate. Blip, 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 blip. Processing. Inaccurate. Inaccurate. Lies. Lies. Inaccurate. Inaccurate. You see the woman sitting to the left? Uh-huh. In the credits, her name is Wooly Woman. And she's like really scary. So they were, um, they had him up against the bus and they were feeling him up. And um, the one girl was like, How dare you? Don't you? And then she's like, Come on, man. You know, do your worst. It was funny, man. You'll see it later. All right. She was trying to get lucky by inappropriately being felt up by the cop. To her, that was getting lucky. Okay, this is the FBI speaking with one of the mothers who has a daughter enrolled in the school. Yeah, it's about time the FBI showed up to Freedom School. What the fuck? Uh, no, it's a, it's like a mother in suburbia who has a child who's at... Oh. It's like Phoenix. Billy Jack's in a cell. Just- I one time wrote a song called Billy Jack, and... I don't know. It existed for like two years before the, my drummer friend was like, is that from the movie? And I was like, movie? And that's how I saw uh, Billy Jack. How, do you remember your song, Billy Jack? Yeah, it was fun. Can you sing a little? It was a, <laughs> Billy Jack wasn't a tall kid. The other kids used to mess him around. Then he got the gumption, turn that shit around. And he goes, and in self-defense, he was a model student. It's all about a guy who's like pushed around this by bullies until he learned karate and he kicked ass. <laughs> Very cool. I like that. <laughs> yeah, you, it got me straight to the bottom of the chart. Now, this is a two-part uh, uh, movie for us because we're going to watch this in the next uh, week as well. So if you could yeah. find the song, can we play it next week? Oh, yeah, sure, sure. Right. That'd be funny. <laughs> Here's a relic. Yeah. This is when back when you were making songs about movies you didn't know existing. You wrote yeah, Billy Jack, right. Romancing the Stone. Yeah. 
okay, now we're going to have a whole segment. Now pay attention to this kid. We'll see him later. Right. We're going to have a whole segment about child abuse. And the the school, the Freedom School, has discovered an effective treatment for abused children. And she hosts a, contrast, a conference on the subject. And she reveals that the solution is love and patience. Is you don't what? Punish, well, you don't punish the parents who were abusers. You try to give them love, and you have patience with them, both this victim and the parent. Wow. So you, you say, we love you, parents. We love you, abused child. Yeah. Well, you, you don't say it, but it's like, okay, we saw the kids. He smacked the glass out of the yeah. woman's hand. It shattered. Now, what would you do in like a jail or an institution? You no, very bad behavior, right? You hit his wrist and put him in his room, and no supper uh, for you, young man. No freedom they for say, you, young man. And so they say that's not the way to do it. And we can see from all the you know ineffective results. You have to have patience with them and have love. Here, look at this gigantic symposium that's come together <laughs> for the gigantic Freedom School to hear about their solution to child violence. To child violence. To well, child I mean, this school just got shut up, Carl. I mean, shut. I'm sure everybody. Came. No, not. This is the beginning. This it hasn't happened yet. Oh, it hasn't happened yet. <laughs> no, that was this. The whole movie's a flashback. So, this whole movie is just a recollection of Billy Jack's testimony. Uh, no, Billy Jack, uh, that trial is over. He's in jail now. That's oh, I see. Okay, so here's what happened. Uh, there was a school, sh a National Guard school shooting, right, a la Kent State, that we never saw. We just saw the funeral for it, and then we saw Jean in her hospital bed giving an interview with reporters. And now we're in the middle of her flashback as she's telling the story to these reporters. Okay. <laughs> you there? Listen, and I heard on the bumper it said Golden Gate Park, Robin Williams Meadow. Yeah. Is there really such a thing? Well, it was just uh, renamed. It's Shannon, Shannon Meadows. If you go uh, at the start of the park, right by after the Panhandle, like if you're in, if you're on Hate right. Street. And you uh, walk, you'll get to the entrance of the park on Stanyon, and if you go through the little tunnel, uh, you'll approach Shannon Meadows, which uh, has been hosting Comedy Day for at least 15 years, and it used to be at the Polo Fields, and now it's been at Shannon Meadows, which has been renamed uh, Robin uh, Williams Meadow. You know, if... Uh I think that's very appropriate for a comedy festival. I mean, that's how he started. Well, he, he played he played the comedy day a lot, and they would never be able to mention the years that he would be there. He, I've seen him live there. I've seen him riff with Rick Overton. I've seen him perform solo. I've seen some that's really funny great. stuff. I've seen David Tell uh, get on stage at comedy day and say, "I'm just killing time until Robin Williams' helicopter lands." You know, I've. Uh, <laughs> it's. Uh, Do he, yeah, he, uh, there was some really. There's always some good comics uh, during Comedy Day, and myself. I played it. I'd love to play it again. Well, got to mention that. But uh, uh, <laughs> they would never be able to say, "Oh, Robin Williams is going to be here." So right, they would don't want a mob scene. But now they'll say it's at Robin Williams Meadow. Well, that's nice. Yeah. 
because Comedy Day has performed there and he's performed in that meadow. He's calling Orson beyond the sky out in the. I'm not sure what to say. <laughs> Wait, Orson from uh, Mork and Ork? Yeah. Mork calling Orson, remember? He would yeah. Tweak his ear or something. Whatever happened to Orson from Mork and Ork? Uh, Mork and Mindy. Uh, I guess, you know, he just doesn't have a person on Earth anymore. Billy Jack is now getting out of jail. This film was banned in South Africa. I'm not clear on why. Huh. They banned Billy Jack and this one. The harsh brand of essay censorship is debated in both Parliament and in the media the year of 1971. This and many other films were, uh, were, were banned in South Africa. I don't know why. Maybe they don't want... I'm serious now. Maybe they didn't want an all-black population seeing a guy, you know, fighting... For freedom. ...establishment, and I don't know. Yeah. They also right now, f- these two... <clears throat> I was just going to say the South African uh, theater exhibitors were like, that's a lot. We can't have that many screenings at two hours and 50 minutes, you know? If the film was 89 minutes, we could get twice as many people in. <laughs> in 1971, there were some... <laughs> oh, yeah, sure. The uh, yeah? S-A-T-E, Sate. <laughs> you don't say... Look, a station wagon. That's yes. something you do not see every day. Well, we see the station. I'm looking at her butt. There's a canyon in front of behind her butt too. That's beautiful. No wonder he married her. Oh, she saw us looking at her butt. She turned around, and now the camera zooms out. (laughs) He's showing his things. She's right. She's right. She got his head to right. I was oogling. I think you weren't. Probably you're all good. Hey, you know it'd be cool, Dad, if I zoom into the uh, station wagon and I zoom out to show the the (laughs) canyon. Look, he's zooming in. <laughs> zooming into her. 180 degree cut. Zoomed in on her butt, and, and he came out and went, Frank, what are you doing? Frank! Oh, sorry, Dad. And he, zoom out, zoom out. <laughs> That's Dad's so, plaything. So they dropped Billy Jack off, and she's way deep into the wilderness, off the road, so that they could have this nice walk together. Yes. Um, now they look at him, they're like, we don't love each other. We're, <laughs> we are robots. Yeah, she does have a robot pose. It's such a passionate movement. Maybe they met at Westworld. <laughs> yeah, but the one from their day, right? Yeah, right. The Yul Bredder of Westworld. <laughs> I, have made, I have made from Yul Bredder's parts. Now look, now the sun is going down, letting you know how long it took for them to even physically touch. Huh. <sighs> 37 minutes into this movie. What's that noise? Oh, that's your yip yips. Oh, that's them kissing. Oh, are they playing music? Who's playing the music? Elmer Bernstein rocking it. Yeah. Bernstein. Bernstein. This, oh. this is a beautiful place, this. Uh, the Colorado. Not Nevada so much, but Colorado and Utah and uh, Arizona. They're just beautiful, you know. Yeah. If you like Billy Jack. <laughs> Look at waterfall. that, man. Whoa. What is it, Hawaii? It's not Hawaii. No, it's not Hawaii. Utah. It's Hippieville. It's uh, Utah. Man, he's got long hair. <laughs> you know, that is the style of 70s so much. Just let your hair be long. Just let it 
yeah. naturally flow. And now, this is the first film that was launched in this thing, this wide-release, modern-today fashion. Um, it, it debuted simultaneously at over a thousand theaters. Wow. Uh, it was, yeah. Yeah, because they uh, would introduce a movie in New York, say, and then the second week they'd introduce it in New York and New Jersey and Connecticut. Yeah. Or, you know, after a couple of weeks, they'll let it run at the film forum for a while, and then uh, it'll pick up speed. And they'll say, you have to see Billy Jack. Mm-hmm. You know. It's a word of mouth. Vincent Canby of the New York Times said six weeks ago, this is a great film opening in May. <laughs> <laughs> now, the... Okay. Ooh, look at this. He's got a turkey so, in his hand. <laughs> How did you get that turkey? You know, Ben Franklin wanted that to be our bird. <laughs> now, <laughs> those two guards were talking about the fact they're going to kill him or something. You see, they were spying on him. Yeah, well, here's a banner. Welcome back, Billy Jack. And all the kids, oh, this is the Freedom School. But I just want to get this out about this film because it was like it was different. They rented the theaters. They just kept the box office receipts. Um, anyway, by 1975, it was widespread. They released in all their theaters at once. They had a national campaign for the television, and they rented the theaters and kept all the money. That's how they made 86 million or 90, whatever it was. Wow, 98 million. 86 million? 98, 98. Wow, that's 98 million? Yeah, they spent two and a half. And they got this film was a success, a winner. Did, did they use the mob to count people walking in the door in theaters? <laughs> oh, you mean because how would you know to trust the box office? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Well, that's kind of cool. So he he made money off of this film. Oh uh, yeah, here comes Marsha Brady. <laughs> a lot of Bradys in this movie. Mm-hmm. And her sister Jan trailing in the background. Yeah. Now, he's a half-breed Indian, which doesn't sound like a nice way to say it, but that's what the India uh, internet said. So I guess he's white and native. Oh, so he could get away with wearing that hat. So right now he's saying, you little girls, like they were, like when he went in, they were... Oh, just little girls. Yeah, but the thing is, he didn't go in... He he went in for four (laughs) years. He had a five to 15-year sentence and he was so well behaved in there after four years. <laughs> he was so creepy that the prison's like, we gotta get the fuck out of the prison, man. I, I'm getting the creeps. This isn't an Arkham Asylum. Right. We should definitely listen to her Jesus song. Her, okay. uh, Are You Dying Just For Me. So, this is four years later. She's still wearing the same outfit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You know, now that you've said that. Is this song about me? Are you dying just for me, Billy Jack? Now that you said that, they all look very middle class, well fed, well bred. Yeah, yeah, sure, but, but it relates to the problems of today. Mm-hmm. That middle class suburban people thought about. Right. I can't do this, Carl. They heard her and they said, Carol, you sound great. We're putting you in the movie. <laughs> we need you to sing 12 songs. What? Too late. Let's go. Take one. Let's <laughs> watch. She's thinking in her head right now. I hate this girl. I 
I'm singing your theme song over this. It's really hard to take. Let's watch a full-length movie. movie on YouTube. Mike. So you you said you clap after saying Mike just to let me know you got my name right. (laughs) (laughs) But wait, I I I was corrected at that point. It was only the very first song I say Mike, right? I go Michael. Michael, which is fine. It's fine. It matches and it works with the song. It's no problem. Wait, which is your preference? I, I go by Mike Spiegelman just because there's other Michael okay. Spiegelmans. Okay, okay. And there's, you know, whatever. I've been Mike Spiegelman for a while. It doesn't okay. land. It doesn't sound right. So there we go. What doesn't? Michael? My name. Well, no, Mike Spiegelman. It sounds really awkward. Spiegelman is a great, great, great comedy name. It's memorable. It's, uh-huh. it's good. Um, I, ju- I just think of you as Michael because of high school. I, we never went to high school together, but that time of our lives. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's fine. It doesn't matter. I, I just go by Mike because it's normal. It's a normal name. Carol's crying, by the way. You see. Is he? Are you dying, Billy Jack? Oh, yeah. Look, he's really They're sad. He's, either that or he's on his phone playing Words with Friends. <laughs> Everyone's relieved. Okay. Hey, okay. When, now can we watch the boxing game? Can you turn the TV yeah. set on? The game's on. He saw those poor women and children go dry-eyed, but Carol's song. Uh-oh. Okay, now we're going to see some half keto, and Gene is trying it. All right. I, uh, kick the glove. This is guy is the catcher on the Boston Red Sox. Oh, yeah, they're really practicing half keto. Okay, pretend you're softball, and you're going to hit my mitt. Good job. And your foot's good. Uh, it's a softball. <laughs> Why are people watching? Is this? Look, is, there's um, a woolly woman again. Uh, she's to the left of Billy Jack. She just, <laughs> there she is. Woman. There with her ar- arms crossed. Yo, yeah, sure. Gaia and a jump we need more people sitting on the ground watching a fucking echo, <laughs> someone practice karate. I mean, Harkido. What do you mean by that? It's just funny. I'm sorry. Such a timid, squeaky, clean little mouse. Oh, he's like, he's disrupting her, uh, yeah. her glory. Wooly Woman has suspenders on and a checkered shirt. She's really looking home da- hometown. Okay, I'm, my eyes are peeled for Wooly Woman. There she is, there she is. There she is, oh, she's talking. She's got a line. She's got her SAG card now. <laughs> yeah, she said like five lines. Usually extras just say nothing or one line, but in Trial Billy Jack, they had two hours and 50 minutes. Go ahead, say your three lines. Yeah, we need to eat them more time. Speaking of which, what is it? Oh, he's gonna. Okay, nuts. so you have to leave in thirty minutes. Yeah, you're gonna make a cut off, cut off in thirty minutes. Okay, sounds good. Okay, so now he's talking to Boon Sang, um, who really? Oh uh, no, it's 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 Bong Suhan who really got a career off of this. After Billy Jack, he was a member of Black Belt Magazine's Hall of Fame, Martial Arts History Museum of Fame, 
Taekwondo and Times Magazine's Hall of Fame, featured in arts and entertainment documentary Martial Arts with Wesley Snipe. Nice. And several other radio and internet television profiles. So, Billy Jack gave this man a career. All right, so this guy just happens to be working for the Freedom School, this expert. Mm -hmm. This movie makes Steve. Hold this orange. Oh, so he's not using a a mitt. He's going to kick the orange off the hand. So, how is it different than. Well, the like mid- in kung fu, you kick. In karate, you kick. Like what's? I don't like understand. Karate, like you twist your leg a different way or something. Like you, what? You, you wear a mid in case the guy kicks your hands by mistake. Oh yeah, there's a cane. <laughs> Is he gonna start? Once there was a little old aunt. <laughs> that kind of movie. <laughs> oh, Magoo. Uh oh, here comes. More people. Hi, are we late? Is there any seating for this uh, demo? We want to watch this. <laughs> yeah, <sighs> you're right. Like, how many people are all? Don't they have classes? <laughs> yeah, can't they be home? Like, it's a good time to go in your room and masturbate because everyone's outside watching this. <laughs> in the Matrix, that's when uh, John Wick and what's her name did it. Everybody's there. Nobody's here. Like once every millennium, they get to do it. Yeah, right. Because it's crowded. These are Indian tribal council people. They're like the bosses of of Indian land, like the mayor. All right. So there's a problem with Bruin. Now, do you see the one with the brown hat? Yes. He's he's Billy Jackson's very very famous uh, good friend. Uh, his name is Blue Elk. Blue Elk. Uh, Gruff Gray Mountain is his real name, and he's going to be a large part of this film. Um, he died in at the age of 47. Wow. Two he wasn't weeks. just in the trial, the trial of Billy Jack. He was also in a movie called Posse. Would you say two weeks? Like, how old do you think he is now? Uh, it's a good question. This uh, movie. This is 74... Posse was 75. He, oh, no, he died in 1993. Oh, I gotcha. Wow. Yeah. July 5, 1993, at the age of 47. So I guess wow, he's 20-something here. Okay, so oh. now what's going Helicopters. is it's a blizzard, okay? And the schools, there's search and rescue for a Native American uh, who's lost in the blizzard and he was hunting deer for his family so they wouldn't starve, something like that. So, look, this blizzard's got some pretty clear skies. You'll see the whole time. <laughs> they're radioing. Look at it. Look at it. That's the blizzard right now. Yeah, they're yeah. in the middle of a blizzard. <laughs> they think we're... They, they took a ski thing. vacation and wrote it off for taxes for a movie. Now, we were out in the middle of Monument Desert, and suddenly we're up on this mountain with snow. Oh, I know, that I don't him. get. They got him. Now, it was illegal for him to deer hunt. Oh, so they're going to arrest yeah. him? Well, you'll see, yeah. I mean, they are saving him now, and they're going to bring him to the hospital. And then the hospital's going to be like, 
we don't treat Indians. He's going to have to go to the Indian hospital. And then they're going to go, damn it, man, the inhumanity. <laughs> uh, it's a hell- somebody comes in. It's the pilot's fault. Why did he stop at the uh, No Indians uh, Hospital? <laughs> That's right. I guess because it was the closest one and he was yeah. has frostbite. Like, they leave all the other people on the hill. They're like, you guys are fucking mountain folks. You'll figure this shit out, but we're going to take yeah, her to the got, hospital. You've got skis on. Philly Jack. I got a black wool cap to match my outfit when I'm in snow. He always dresses in black, and he has a black hat. Unless he's in the snow, he has a black wool cap. Yeah, yeah that's right. Gene, you go for help. Lassie! <laughs> Richard Tin. Hey. Oh, look at Gene go, man. Dodging through the trees. She's... Whoa, Gene! Pretty impressive. Whoa, whoa, whoa. That was a cliffhanger. Over here, over here. Bonk. <laughs> <laughs> I'm helping too. I'm pointing the direction you used to fly your helicopter. What's that smell? Oh, it's an engine. Out of here. Right. <laughs> so we're at the Whites Only Hospital. What is that stale stench? Oh, it's an Indian. Out of here. Go with him in the ambulance. Ambulance? Where are you taking him? Down to the Indian hospital. Well, that'll waste time. Why not treat him here? I wouldn't do it if I thought it were dangerous. You mean you can't even keep an Indian here one or two days in an emergency? Look, I'm just an intern. I don't make the rules. Hey, I'm just a nationalist. I don't make the rules. (laughs) Hail Hydra. Hail Hydra. (laughs) Just following orders. Yeah, she's familiar with Hydra. All right, so uh, <clears throat> Billy Jack's laying the smackdown on Dr. Asshole. That's right, yep. Dr. David Duke. You know that song they sang for Billy Jack? It was written by Dolores, you know, Jean, who we're calling Jean here. She wrote it. She said that the lyrics came to her in a in a dream. Oh, boy. Well, I dream about Billy Jack. Are you dying just for me? Well, I mean, she's sleeping to the right of Billy Jack, right? <laughs> With her new director and his crib. So the, the woman who is singing is actually the wife of Tom Lawton, the star of... No. Jean, Jean, who you see crying in her hospital bed, skiing down the river, Jean is the wife. Okay. And Carol is the daughter, the folk singer. Oh, the folk singer is her daughter. year old. Yeah. Oh. And their son directed the movie. Allegedly. And they used to, they made fabricated credits to make their film seem less like, less like family productions. Uh, that makes sense. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you would see that in old Disney and old Warner Brothers. See, you know, they, they were so embarrassed to be together. The film was called Warner Brother. <laughs> originally just because they didn't want to be seen together <laughs> now I'm being all judgy oh, was another trial you're up in front of me and I work for the man you're out of order so right now they sentenced the guy who they saved because he was 
not allowed to hunt deer on that land. Are oh, they now really? Wooly woman's going to get felt up. Oh, I thought they were playing hands on a hard body. I didn't realize the cops were making them hold their hands against the school bus. Now this one cop, man, he gets the prize, man. He's just feeling this girl up, man. He's feeling he everyone really, He was so brazen and brave. Oh, right. I want you to grab ass on screen, on camera. Okay. No, but he grabs titty. You'll see. All right. Hey, you can't do that without a warrant, which is factually inaccurate. Totally wrong. You can't enter someone's premises without a warrant, and that's Fourth Amendment. But you can absolutely pull them over for probable cause and frisk them. That guy is just, I don't know, just <laughs> made up facts. Huh. So he goes over there, right? Now he's going to go, nah, 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 nah. Yeah, he so ran to the other side. Beat him up. Oh, and now he's throwing tomatoes at the cops. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking idiot. You get back here, you. You, you and your infactual facts. It's a warrant. You need, look, look, look. Oh, oh yeah. Man, lucky dude. Uh, yeah, this is what worth a SAG card. Hey. You can't touch her boobs without touching mine. <laughs> That's what she said. I'll put the volume up. Wo- woolly woman. Wait till woolly woman comes on, because then you'll see someone who really wants to get felt up. You know you're out of line, son. Oh, there's oh, there she goes. You can fill me up right here in the bus or the lawn, anywhere you want to do it. Well, can't win them all. She's the comic relief of Billy Jack. That's, that's impressive. Listen, anytime a joke ends, can't win them all, it's a clunker. Anytime, you know, like, someone sees something, they're confused, and then they do that, shrug their shoulders, and do it anyway. <laughs> right. Anytime that happens, it's a horrible joke. Maybe they're letting Frank know to cut the scene. Listen, if you're watching a movie and it involves a bird, and then the bird poops on a guy, uh-huh. turn it off. Don't reward bad writing. Oh, is, is, that the, is that when you walk out of the theater? You're like, oh, boy. That's right. That's right. Look, anytime somebody, like, eats something, something slips in their mouth, and then they go, burp, just leave the theater. <laughs> Have some standards. Yeah, you look, you're better than that. You don't have to reward that. Do you have any other examples, Carl? Um, no, uh, the bird shits on you. That's a definite loser. Uh, you eat something and you burp. That's a definite loser. You get, see somebody confused by something, but they shrug their shoulders and go ahead anyway. And something wacky happens. Just leave it there. I don't, there's not too many. I like the, I like it's those rules. Crazy writing. All right. Uh, Billy Jack just took his socks and shoes off and he's approaching the uh, rent the cops. Yeah, listen, it's part of Hapkido. Anytime Billy Joel takes his shoes off, Billy some fascist is going to bit Billy Jack. Anytime you see him in bare feet, he's going to kick some ass. Oh, with his smelly hippie feet. Now look what happened. They backed down when they smelled his feet. Well, Billy Jack like kicked the metal door with his bare foot. Yeah, barefoot, that's right. Yeah. Okay, now we have an Indian symposium, and guess what? It's unscripted. The oh, cool. The stuff they're saying during this thing is real. 
Adam Sandler wants to record uh, Shoot Ridiculous Six here, we say no. <laughs> He just went in there and shot it. They control every damn thing what? in our lives. Mr. Strong, as our agent, we want to know what you're going to do. What the Congress declared was a bill. Huh, not since Star Wars have I watched uh, such thrilling <laughs> politicking. Well, I mean, it's they got a three-hour movie, right? So they're saying... Just say whatever you want. Yeah, look, I want to get some issues in here, so just do your thing, all right? Thanks. It's really important that people understand what your thing is about, so go ahead and just do whatever. Now, we're going to watch for another 15 minutes or so, and then we're going to find a break point. I just want to point out once again that all of their clothes are traditional Western clothing. Okay. Okay. But look, you see the oldest woman in the room? She's between uh, Sheriff Grit and uh, yeah, the right. other two. With the, look, she's not wearing traditional American clothes, right? No, she's just she's an old lady with a scarf over her head. She looks like Edith oh, Prickly so, from SCTV. <laughs> not as animated, though, right? No, yeah, definitely not as animated. <laughs> Edith Prickly here! Great, right? <laughs> That's a good one. Let me tell you something. I took Latin in school just to see some Latin lovers. All I saw were a bunch of nerds. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love you this quickly. Hey, he's hanging so, out in the Pueblo. Gene's like, how's it going? And Billy Jackie's like, not so good. See, they're mad because, like, they don't own their own resources. Like, the land they live on. It's like a, like a sharecropper or something. Like, you can farm this land, but it's my land, so you have to give me my share, and you can keep an eighth of it for working. It's that sort of situation. Oh, I see. Nobody can buy a house. It has to be rented. The water is not... Con- you know, it's all controlled by goods and services. Uh, Indians are not allowed to have their own business. So this is so it's not the sheriff they're talking to. They're talking to the landowner. They're talking to the landowner and the Indian council, which are like surprisingly on the landowner's side. And it's like there's Bill Blue Elk. He's going to tell you now how they're clearly paid off. Huh. All right, let's listen to the little Blue Elk. Huh. Well. <laughs> now this film was included in a 1978 book which is it was included in which book uh, 1978 this famous book called the 50 worst films of all time and how they got that way oh yeah you know that book right? yeah of course I don't know if that's Michael oh, yeah. Medved and his brother they did the uh, uh, Golden Turkey Awards and I know they put in a Billy Jack movie as one of the worst movies I think they did Washington yeah it was Harry Medved, according to the internet. And Harry, yeah, Harry and Michael. Well, Michael was about 17 years old. Michael Medved's a, a noted uh, conservative critic uh-huh. uh, who has a column and uh, a presence on television. The critics hated this movie just because you mentioned critics. You know Leonard Maltin? Sure. That it was an awful, pretentious film. Awful, pretentious. Uh, all movie, this guy, he wrote... Ultimately, most viewers are likely to be baffled by the trial of Billy Jack, and it can only be recommended to B-movie fans with a hearty constitution. It's a mess, but it's a fascinating mess. <laughs> it is a fascinating mess, for sure. Yeah. 
we're gonna we're gonna wrap this up in about ten minutes, but uh, wanted to let's just see, make sure we know what's going on because we're gonna watch the rest of this next week. Okay. He, he went right to, now. You're. Oh, excuse no, me. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Thing, go ahead. Okay, I just want to say they they convicted the guy who killed the deer to feed his starving family because they didn't have he didn't have the right to be there. So now they're having a drunken party with prostitutes and alcohol, and, and they're deer hunting. It's like the biggest like white man slap. Right, and they're not letting the, anyone else involved. They're like, yeah, we're gonna just keep this deer. Well, you know, it's like yeah, right. They like you, you know, they put the one guy. It's the hypocrisy. So, uh, what were you going to say? What happened so far? Yeah. You're going to wrap it up? Well, yeah. So, I mean, like, he went to trial for something, and then he went back to, well, the school oh, guys. Manslaughter. No, it's serious. He went to trial for manslaughter, and it was Posner's child. Posner lost a son because of Billy Jack. No wonder he hates him. So he, he went to court in the beginning of the third movie because of his actions in the second movie. No, in the first movie. The sequel right. takes place after the first movie where he goes to trial for his actions of the first movie. Yeah, you're right to say the third in a sense because of that biker film in 67. Right. Sorry about that, Carl. Yeah, I because uh, no the Born Losers. But the, what interests me about the Born Losers is that if it's based on a character he created for this movie, did he was he the writer, screenwriter of the movie, or he's just an actor who had it's this a good bit? Question. I do not think that he. It was his production. The Billy Jack movie was the first time that he was a producer, director, anything like that. Right. He was an actor in that film, but the internet says he created the character, and it was his. So, I don't know the details there, but... It's like The Simpsons on Tracy Ullman's show. Like, who created The Simpsons? Tracy Ullman? Uh (laughs) That's right. Boy, I miss her. She was really effing hilarious. She was... Because it was smart. It was smart comedy. Yeah, that that show was great. And she's done a lot of good stuff on HBO. I mean, she's out there. She's still on some comedy stuff. Terrific. Yeah, like last 20 years, girl. Yeah, well, I mean, I, she's not burning up my television and movie screen, right? She's right. Tracy Dolman right now. Oh, so here, here we have the good old boys. They're celebrating stopping an Indian from shooting a deer by having some cocktails and shooting a deer. That's right. They're, they're celebrating jailing him. Okay, so they all talked about the hypocrisy. So Billy Jack shows, says, well, I know what we can do. And Gene is like, once again, you're using your muscles, Billy. <laughs> so we're going to show up and we're going to split it up. There's one of the great prostitutes. Oh, bunch of creepers That's on the hill. That's Posner. That's Posner. Oh, cool. He shows up for the sequel, too, not just the beginning. Yeah, Posner's the bad guy in this whole thing. He controls the town. When they were, um, you know, in his office, right, he sat in the center and around him was the mayor and the judge and the chief of police. He's the boss. You know, Billy Jack reminds me of Steven Seagal. I don't like on Deadly yeah. Ground where he gives a big speech at the end, and he's uh-huh. always he's always righteous about you know the environment or yeah. How much is enough, uh, Michael Caine? <laughs> Michael Caine and the, on Deadly Ground. Is that the film? Yeah. When it, how much is enough? When is it enough? He's like Billy Jack, just processizing before he kicks butt. <laughs> That's right. 
Oh, there look, there's a bunch of deer on the ground. Yeah. There, he's really fuming, Matt. So you're going to go in about 10 minutes. Did you want to wrap it up somehow? You want us to talk about what's happened so far and where we'll pick off next pick up? Yeah, let's uh, let's let's see what happens with this confrontation, and then we'll call it. We'll we'll have to stop it. Okay. This movie is definitely as exciting that it's on YouTube. It's a rare film, but it just goes beyond our recording. So, uh, since I have to leave for my <laughs> show at Kavika's yeah. Ocean Beach Deli in San Francisco every last Sunday of the month uh, at five thirty, I, I I don't need. <laughs> I have to. It takes me a while to get to the ocean. All sewers lead to the ocean. By the way, Mike. Yeah, but you know you got like the it clown in the sewers and like mutant turtles. And oh, it's just right. too busy. And you're from I the East Coast, movie. so you got those crocodiles. <laughs> East Coast, right? Yeah, that's way south of me. But um, <laughs> oh, there's no New York City. Of, right, that was the myth. That was in New York City. The alligator. Oh, the chuds are in New York City too. They live in the sewers. That's right. When alligators are babies, they're really cute because they just look like baby, baby, baby alligators, like mini, mini alligators, like if you shrunk one. And I could see how they'd be uh, happy in the sewer. Well, you know, you buy one and then your mom was like, Carl, what you buy? You know, uh, baby gator. Carl, you know we can't afford a baby gator in, that, in this apartment. <sighs> what are you going to do? I'll flush it down the toilet, fine. And down it goes. And then it turns into an underwater crocodile. Sewer gator. <laughs> that sewer gator, that's right. Now, all that's happening right here is Billy Joel is saying, Billy Jack is saying, didn't you, uh, you know, run the people out of this land? Didn't you get the title to this land the very next day? Didn't you throw a guy in prison for shooting deer? Aren't you shooting deer? Doing the whole thing, he's like, you're on Indian land, and therefore we're arresting you for Indian, you know. Oh, I see. Don't do this, Billy. If you do this, there's going to be consequence. He goes, well, we're taking down your names for later prosecution then. I thought they said, yeah, we knew about it. You wrote the fucking script. They really, the guy on the right, you know, um, Raymond, everybody loves Raymond's father. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he looked he, like um, Bert Lara from uh, Wizard of Oz, the Cowardly Lion. <laughs> Good one. Yeah, what about you? Really what about think him? he's gonna be killed? You'll see. They gonna kill Peter Boyle? They they really it looks like he's gonna. This guy's got clown makeup on his face, right? No. <laughs> Is that a scar or something? No, it's it's uh, Indian paint. Oh well, my 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 bad on that. <laughs> Can't be funny all the all time. Right. You you. Posner's like, you're going to pay for this. If you do this, you're going to pay for it. Here's a poster for you. Wanted dead or alive. He's talking to the man who killed his son right now. Oh, I know. And they're very casual Man about slaughtered. It. Yeah. Listen, he, he killed his son movie? six hours ago. That was how long ago it was. <laughs> if you watch these Billy Jack movies back to back, he probably killed his son like seven hours ago. You can cut it now if you'd like. All right. So why don't we take a break here? Uh, we are going to conclude our part one of Billy Jack at 10 minutes, one hour and 10 minutes. Why don't we say that? 
And then, so I'm going to hit pause. That gives us next week a really good, hefty chunk of uh, product content, a movie to watch and and call a show. So we will uh, start next week with a previously on or whatever recap. But let's recap this half and so we know what to expect next week. Billy Jack uh, murders Pester and Son and and Billy Jack one. And then two, he goes to jail for four years. And in the meanwhile, uh, he reminisces about. A Vietnam uh, crisis and his freedom school also gets shut up by the National Guard as it was during no. the day. No, not yet, not yet. No. Oh, they're building up to it. That's right. So, uh, but his freedom school goes uninvaded, and then he returns. And now this. And they sing a great song. No, but don't forget, they found a cure for child abuse. Right. They, <laughs> They invented a, they did exposés that got them in a lot of trouble. Uh, They invented uh, a lie detector um, that's better than the polygraph. Oh, right. And they also have a network uh, news, they have a local news channel and a newspaper. Right. As in addition to their truth machine. (laughs) That's right. So, uh, Basic, oh, okay, and now we're at the point in the film where it's all about Indian rights and how poorly the Indians have been treated by their... Um, well, they don't really go into the history of, of the genocide, but they talk about today's economic control over... They have no self-determination. Wow. All right. Yeah, and we watched an actual uh, meeting where it was unscripted. They just put the camera there and had himself as the ca- His son put the camera there, and he played mm-hmm. Billy Jack in the background watching the actual thing. So that, they had a meeting where they voiced their concerns, and some Steven Seagal idiot is standing in the background shooting a movie <laughs> over it. All right. Well, I'm excited to see the rest of it. This is a super rare movie, so I'm glad it's on YouTube. Yeah. And I want to thank you guys for watching the first one hour and 10 minutes of Billy Jack, The Trial of Billy Jack. We will watch the remaining hour and 40 minutes next week. Uh, Yeah. Carl, uh, people can go to Carl. That sucks. Now here. Yeah. Carl. That sucks. But where where else are you playing? How was your, your bringer show at Dangerfield? The Bringer Show worked very well. I did bring six people. This this guy keeps promising me a Saturday date. He has yet to be in touch with me, even though I chase him. Oh, that's great. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> All right. Yeah. I hope to tell you I'm at Dangerfield on a Saturday. We'll see. Okay. Well, my fingers are crossed. I have good things Thank going. You. Uh, I'm going to go over to Kavika's Ocean Beach Deli in La Playa. And the, uh, I used to be playing out on the beach. Used to be across oh. from a merchant tank. Where they would dunk you into a a sea tank full of creatures. I remember that growing up. Yeah, weird. Not. (laughs) You don't remember the emergent tank where they uh, dropped you in a glass elevator into a tank? No, I was sucking my thumb over on this coast. Oh, I got you. All right, well, so before our time then. Uh, we're going to go ahead and we're going to wrap it up with a theme song. We'd love for you to just let people know. You know, write a review for iTunes. It's boring. Let's wind it. That's what people say, right? Thank you. Yeah. yeah. I, if they do say our show is boring. And don't forget <laughs> to donate. To Mutiny Radio. Go to mutinyradio.fm, click the Mutiny uh, the donate button, and that will take you to PayPal and contribute five dollars. Help the station out. Carl, thank you so much. I Thanks for thank calling you, and watching and researching everything. Thank you. I'm All into right. it. All right, Einstein, thank time. you. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.
Let's watch a full length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman. Let's watch a full length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman. It's been over one long year Watching movies bad, strange and weird Commandeered by Michael Hi, this is Carl I I'm Mike's friend I, I wrote this song My turn on are French poodles Chinese German strudels. You should follow me on Twitter. It's Jokes de Carl. Uh, that's the French duh, not the uh, 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 duh, duh. Now let's watch a full length movie on YouTube with Michael. Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of mutinyradio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. MutinyRadio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit face McRat. <laughs> Hey, Mutineers, Stolowitz here. Have you ever listened to Labor and Love on Saturday mornings, 10 to noon, with Bill Morgan? It's a really excellent show, one of my favorites here at the station. And it's all about service. It might be the devil, it might be the Lord, but we got to serve somebody. And Bill understands the virtue of service as the heart and soul of the labor movement better than a lot of people I know. And it's one of the reasons I love to listen to him. He breaks down socialism, democracy, protest history, workers' news, and the power of unions. Along with that, he serves up an excellent mix of jazz, Latin, gospel, hip-hop, and traditional folk ballads. Great stuff. Check it out. Labor and Love is every Saturday, 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. Serve somebody. Scroll down and you'll find common thread.
Perspective and Women's Magazine for free on iTunes. Unfortunately, the only weird part is because there's so many comedy shows at this station, we're actually under the free comedy section. My friends out at Mutiny Radio. Chester Cashcock here, giving you my love and regards as well as Moofy's over there. And you know, anytime I go swimming in my vault of rare coins and piles and piles of filthy cash, I can't help but listen to Bamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse every Friday from 8 to 10. They have a fun time at Pamtastics Deep in the Mission, where you can laugh off your tushy every Friday for a mere $10. And $10, I mean, that's what I use to wipe my tushy with, so to wipe it off for <laughs> is in duty this. And if you can't make it to Mutiny Radio, don't worry, don't fret at all. You can simply download the podcast post-show in the comfort of anywhere, like your Aspen summer cottage on the mountain ridge for the kayaks. <laughs> Just go to podcast.pcrcollective.org or mutinyradio.fm podcasts and look for Comedy Clubhouse with a K. You can download it for free. But we'd love to see you every Friday, 8 to 10, down here at Mutiny Radio. Laugh off your tushy and save your life. Because you know what's better than laughter? Well, it's a cash cock, baby. <laughs> It's exactly what you think it is. Flat, black, plastic, vinyl, records, round, played, mixed. All for you every Saturday from noon to two by Scotto Walker. Amazing artist, music DJ. Vinyl enthusiast. That is flat black plastic. My name is Breakfast, and I'm running for Chancellor of the United States of America. For too long, we have gone without a Chancellor who is willing to take bold leaps of faith and logic to create new possibilities for our great big fat nation. As your chancellor, I will balance the budget on the head of a pin, give entertaining speeches, have scandalous affairs, write strongly worded letters to unpopular foreign leaders, look good on camera, end all hunger, crime, abuse, war, disease, disasters, sadness, depression, oppression, repression, suppression, transgression, obsession, expression, impression, regression, and digression by signing pieces of paper that express my disapproval of such things. And invest in an American flag pin to be worn prominently on my stylish jackets. It's time to work together to take the country back from us and return it to ourselves. It's time to turn this country around and drive it into opposing traffic. It's time to take a chance on the Chancellor.
Michael Spiegelman. And I am Carl, not Spiegelman. Join us every Sunday, 2 to 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on mutinyradio.fm for... Let's watch a full-length movie on... YouTube. We watch the best movies that... Uh, aren't they good? Well, they're chosen by uh, Here's you. his theme song again. Bye. Okay, bye. Watch Want to be a comic? It's not as easy as we make it look. But that's because Mutiny Radio has eight hours a week of open mic stage time for all your comedy workout needs. Strain those improv muscles every Sunday from four to six at Getting Sketchy with David Stolowitz. Press out those new jokes every Monday, 6 to 8, on Joke Workshop with four-minute sets and four-minute critiques from everyone. Get positive by host Pam Benjamin. Pump those dick jokes every Thursday, 7 to 9, with True Hustle Thursdays. Hashtag THC. That's hashtag THC. You want more open mics? Fridays, 6 to 8. Happy hour with guest host and George D. Smith. Pew, pew, pew. Four open mics every week at Mutiny Radio, brother. Hey, comedy fans, don't miss Comedy Day Sunday, September 16th at Robin Williams Meadow in Golden Gate Park, noon till 5. It's free. You'll see 44 or more comedians. 44 comedians, five hours. That's over eight and a half comedians an hour. That's silly. Ever see a half a comedian? Yes, a half-wit. Not funny, but Comedy Day will be a guaranteed laugh a minute. Let's see, a laugh a minute times five hours. That's 300 jokes. That's a lot of jokes, folks. Why are these people laughing? I don't know. Maybe because they know Comedy Day will be better than the shoelaces of Madagascar exhibit. Better than the paperweight wearers of the world convention. Better even than the alien sheep herding contest. And speaking of herding, heard any good ones lately? Okay, not funny again, but Comedy Day will be. Don't miss punchlines like these. A frog in a blender. In your hat. To keep his pants up. Comedy Day is worth the price of a mission because it's free. Nothing to buy. No operators waiting for your call. Void. We're prohibited by law. Comedy Day. Sunday, September 16th at Robin Williams. Medal in Golden Gate Park. It's free. Visit comedyday.org for complete details. Do you need an awesome and underground space for an event? Look no further than mutinyradio.fm. Our 30-seat flexible space can accommodate your acoustic band, birthday party, comedy show, dance party, karaoke super fun, theater event, fundraiser. If you think it, we can do it. You run the door in promotion, we run the sound, space, and podcast. Rentals available Thursday, Saturday, and Sunday from 8 to 10 at Mutiny Radio FM's performance space at 2781 21st Street in the Deep Mission at 21st in Florida. Contact Pam at pamsadai at hotmail.com for more options and booking dates. Incredible socialist prices so you can be creative in a free speech space without breaking the bank. That's Mutiny Radio Rentals every Thursday, Saturday, and Sunday from 8 to 10. Book your event now. Trying to hurt me, but boy, how it burns me whenever she touched me. And oh, I feel so lucky. Oh. <laughs> 
will tell you soon. This is not my show. We're at the makeup room. I'm telling you, it's not my show.
Czechoslovakia. So moist in here. Check, 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 check. Check, hi, Dave. Uh, you want to check this amplifier?
Good job, Warbison. You guys are fucking great. Yeah, Pins of Light up next. My arch nemesis, Robbie Derbeach. The only real enemy I've ever had. Because everyone seems to like it.